Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to our weekly podcast from St. Bonaventure University, put on by Journalist Workshop students. My name is Jackson Drapp, and today I will be your host. Joining me are Tristan Ruscia and Vinny Bellardini. As most of you know, Donald Trump had recently planned on having a rally in Chicago. But after hundreds of protesters showed up and tensions between supporters and protesters rose, Trump's Secret Service told him it was best to call off the event. There's also a video that went viral of Trump supporters punching a African-American protester in the face at a rally and saying he would kill him next time. It's this violence and also Trump's remarks that have many that have encouraged violence and have the North Carolina sheriffs investigating him. Still, he denies he has encouraged the violence through his often unscripted rallies. So with that, I'm going to get into the first question, uh, and it's for Tristan. And uh, my question is, what do you think is causing the violence at the Trump rallies? Um, I think the main factor is that Trump is not like the A-type politician. I mean, he's a businessman at heart. It's what he's always been is what he always will be. And I think a lot of people are scared, because especially of the new change. They're looking more for that politician who knows what they're doing, has the experience in office and all that. And also with all the negative like support that he gets, like Jackson said, with what happened with the young African-American protester, while a Trump supporter who was a known Trump supporter was getting violent with him. I think that's what really causes all the violence is because they just have, he has such a negative rep about himself and that people who do support him don't like it. And so then in retaliation, they get violence. So. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Since he is a businessman at heart, I think that like you said, he's more used to having an atmosphere where he's, trying to fire people up and get them going. And by that, I think it's creating controversy at his rallies, which uh, goes nicely into the next question, which is also for you, Tristan, and it is, do you think uh, the campaign that Trump is running will earn him the primary? Well, I mean, according to America's Votes, he seems to be the main candidate for the GOP primary. Um, With his ideas, I think a lot of people do support it, especially with how the country is economically. I mean, we're in one of the worst states of debt in our our nation's history. So I think that's what people really look to, because I know poverty is a big thing here. And with him having the business mentality, um, people seem to be liking what he has planned for the United States economically. I mean, granted, like the political side of him, it is kind of controversial because he doesn't have the experience and he doesn't know how things really work. So I think some of his ideas are skewed to the other the GOP candidates. But, I mean, stats are stats, and it seems like he looks like he is going to be the primary winner. Right, and, I mean, who's better to have at the presidential head than a businessman that could potentially get you out of the debt that we're in? So 
guess we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, I'm going to get Vinny involved now. Vinny, um, Trump and other GOP candidates have claimed that he didn't cause the violence and that many young people are just angry in America right now. Uh, to you, is this a valid statement? Um, I definitely – I don't think that's a valid statement whatsoever. First of all, the, the person that punched that, that African-American in the face, I, I would not describe as a young person. Uh, he was a grown man. Uh, who obviously does not have very good control, self-control over his, uh, you know, whatever ideology he is at the Trump rally, uh, you know, supporting his own ideology. Um, But I I just think that it's too easy to say that young people are angry at America and that that then justifies people to punch protesters in the face who have legitimate reason for protesting. I mean, Donald Trump is obviously ticking a lot of different groups off by the statements that he's saying, showing a lot of, uh, you know, not a lot of intelligence by saying things like the banning all Muslims from the country, um, you know, failing to uh, to shoot down support from David, uh, David Duke, a former me- member and leader of the KKK. So Donald Trump is stirring up a lot of dangerous things, and he's really not around in the places that these things are being stirred up to see what the damage he's causing. And I think you're only going to see more and more protests, and hopefully the violence, you know, comes under control. But he's the one inciting it. I mean, you'll hear his comments saying, not, you know, every time he, he has a protester, he says, knock him, knock him down, uh, get him out of here. You know, it's it's all over TV. So uh, it's really dangerous what he's doing right now, and it's quite sickening, to be honest. So if all these things are going on and you're seeing all these things on TV of violence and outrage, uh, what do you think is making him – as of right now, the most attractive candidate uh, to the people? Well, one of the huge things about that is that you're seeing Donald Trump bring a huge group of people that doesn't usually vote out to to vote in these polls and these primaries. So you're seeing a group of people that we don't usually really talk about or look at who have these sort of ideologies that, believe it or not, are actually aligned with the things that, are, that Donald Trump is saying. I mean, they there's these crazy polls that right after he said these bizarre things like, you know, I, Donald J. Trump will ban all Muslims from the country, that very statement, that, that made his polls go up. I mean, it's it's really kind of sickening. I mean, it's, you know, to say, that, to ban all Muslims from this country who have been here for hundreds of years, uh, because there are a very small poisonous percentage of them is, is foolish. That would be like saying we're going to ban all Christians from the country because there's a small percentage of Christians overseas uh, committing these sorts of crimes, which there are. Uh, so Donald Trump is not showing very much uh, you know, knowledge of history. Uh, he's running for a position to where he would have to represent the United States of the United Nations. Uh, he would have his fingers on the nuclear codes. Uh, Donald Trump is he's tapping into a large mass group of Americans who don't usually get involved in this process. And they, they really don't understand uh, what, while they're trying to make a point to Washington, uh, what their point may do. Um, and obviously everybody knows that our political system needs some revamping, needs some young, bright people to enter into it. But, uh, that's, you know, the, the fact that people are resorting to Donald Trump is just, I do not understand it. See, and I, I think you raise a really good point because you talk about how he's bringing out people that usually aren't in the voting circle, and the way he's doing that is in a way that we really haven't seen before where he's making it like a giant entertainment that he's running on his own where he's dictating what's going on. I'm not sure if that's the best way to go about 
going through an election, like what are your views on how he's been going through this election? Do you think that it's the wrong way to do it? Well, I definitely I could not say that I'm an expert on how to run a political campaign. I mean, I've been watching the, the news and seeing everybody talk about how Donald Trump and his small group of people are running a, a very smart psychological campaign. I mean, I'm watching these rallies. And while Donald Trump really fails to say anything specific about his policies, his foreign policies, his domestic policies, he kind of just resorts to the fact that he's a businessman, uh, which, by the way, while he is a very wealthy man, a lot of his uh, business ventures are very sketchy, to say the least. Uh, and so, you know, there's, there's not a lot of people who are willing to go, you know, to go that extra step, though, to really kind of learn about the guy who's standing up at the podium saying the types of things that make them feel good at the time. You know, it's, it's, you watch things and you hear what he says and you hear people cheer and it's, it would be so easy to look things up, but why would you look something up if, if it might go against, you know, your ideology in the first place, which is you're just seeing a lot of people uh, doing that for Trump and he's, he's getting a large percentage of people identifying themselves as Trump supporters or uh, this weird group of Republicans, because um, remember he was a Democrat a while ago, uh, but that doesn't bother people, you know, it's, it's more... Trump is the party rather than Republican. All right, Vinny, those are all great points. I'm actually going to get uh, someone else who just called in involved who's also part of the workshop class, Jeff. Um, Jeff, this next question is for you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, do you believe that the uh, the attacks at the Trump uh, rallies were random? or like he, he suggested they are random, and I was wondering if you think they're random or do you think that they were planned like he's suge su suggesting? Uh, like Trump's justice, you mean? Yeah, at the, uh, yes, yes. Um, it's, it's hard to tell, but, um, when I was watching CNN and MSNBC when, when they were happening in Chicago, they kept saying that it was a very diverse group of people, and, uh, they're people of both, both sexes and all, all different races, and even some different, uh, even some different parties, they're even, you know, Republicans there too. So that would kind of lead me to believe that it wasn't really planned, a lot of planned, you know, Bernie Sanders uh, protesters, as he said, but really just a lot of uh, angry people. Right. So, I mean, I think he's, like we said before, he's firing up America and making us all get angry, as it appears. So this question is for um, everyone. We can start with uh, Tristan. Uh, what do you think the U.S. would look like if Trump were to become the president? Uh, to be honest, I have no idea. I mean, it's really unpredictable of what the country's going to be like if he is in office. Um, I would hope that he would kind of look to his politicians like that are sided with him and maybe get some advice from them. And I also would hope with his business side that somehow get us lessen of a crisis economically um, but to actually say what the U.S. would look like, I don't have, like, a clear, concrete answer because it's. I think it's just random and unpredictable. Yeah, well, one word to describe Trump would definitely be unpredictable, so I'd have to agree with you there. Uh, Vinny, I'm going to toss the same question over to you. Uh, what do you think the U.S. would look like if Trump were to become president? Well, I really, don't, I really hope that I don't have to see what the U.S. would look like, but, you know, to be honest, I think that you would see – 
the same sort of political polarization, if not worse polarization in Congress. I think you'd probably see the Democrats take back the Senate and the House, uh, similar to the way the Republicans did not right now uh, after Obama got elected. So the Democrats right now have the presidency uh, and the, the Republicans have the two House. I think you'd probably see that switch just because you're going to have, if Donald Trump is elected president, you're going to see an even deeper split than you see right now. I mean, you either you go around and there's really there's really not anybody who's on the fence about Donald Trump. He's either an atrocious human being, or he's uh, the exact you know point that we need to make to Washington right now. Uh, but you know what? I think that when people actually saw it in reality, I, I think he'd be a one-term president. I don't think people would deal with eight years of what they would eventually learn about putting somebody who just claims to be a brilliant businessman uh, in the most powerful seat in the world. Um, we really, we really don't realize how much goes on behind the scenes of press conferences and that sort of thing every single day as the president of the United States. So I, I really hope that people would eventually realize that Donald Trump is definitely not the right person for that job. All right, yeah, all, all great points, Vinny. Um, I'm going to ask the same question to Jeff to uh, wrap up. Uh, what would the U.S. look like if Trump were to become president, Jeff? Uh, I think I would have to agree a lot with what actually Mitt Romney said in a speech, and uh, that's that on the economic side of things, he's on his uh, plan, which you can find on his website, he's really ignored the national spending side of things, and also, you know, the national debt would rise to, I think, great heights if he were to become president, because I think he completely ignored that. And, uh, yeah, he was a, he was a businessman, but... Um, you have to think about, you know, Trump Airlines, Trump University, Trump Magazine, Trump Vodka, Trump Steaks, Trump Mortgage. I mean, all those, what happened to all those things? I mean, he's a businessman, but he's he's become very rich by, uh, you know, hurting a lot of people, too, so. Yeah, I, I completely agree with uh, those points. Um, I'm going to wrap it up with uh, one last question. It's kind of from our uh, viewpoint as a more different angle on the, t the topic. And the question is, uh, what's it like hear uh, hearing Trump is so crucial to the media as media members ourselves? How would you deal with the situation uh, if it ever happened to you and you were covering him? I'm going to start with uh, Jeff and then going to go to Vinny and then I'll wrap up our podcast. So Jeff. Okay. Well, well, I've, I've, you know, we obviously all seen the the things of Trump you know, attacking members of the media, even highly respected ones. Obviously, Megyn Kelly, um, who he continues to put down. Uh, just look at his Twitter uh, just from yesterday, and uh, the New York Times reporter who had a disability. Um, Trump mocked him as well, but I. I was reading an article in the Columbia Journal Review, and they took kind of an even deeper look into into his ability to get attention, uh, even when he's kind of making fun of the people that give him the attention, which is the press. And they kind of looked at it as he uses his own Twitter, his own social media to promote himself. And it's almost to the point where because he's saying these crazy things, he doesn't, he's in control. And, you know, politicians, Politicians and journalists have always had to work together, but he doesn't even really so much need the journalist right now because he's he's gonna get coverage for what he says no matter what. He's, I mean, when he's saying crazy things, they're gonna have to cover him. 
So it's kind of it kind of puts I think a lot of journalists in a tough spot right now. Yeah, you you raise a good point because he's so current on his Twitter and he's so outspoken himself. He's kind of pushing the media away, which is something we haven't seen before, which probably isn't the the best strategy to go about. So I'm going to go to Vinny yeah. to wrap up the the question. How would you deal with a situation like this? You know, Donald Trump is he's really just a grown adult bully. I mean, that's all he is. He I truly myself think that I would be whatever particular question or, or event happened that he would attack me, I think that I would probably have had enough uh, information already to be able to go right back at him and fight him with words. Uh, because honestly, I think that's the best way to do it. I don't think that it's been done effectively enough. I think that, you know, this he that's what makes him so uh, good at what he does is because he's good with words. Um, me personally, none of his words uh, hold any sort of value to me, but it's, it's obvious that they, they're resonating with a lot of other people. So, I mean, the best way to, I think some of these journalists have done a good job uh, eventually. I mean, it's got to be a little bit like shocking and embarrassing when it happens uh, because you are at a rally, you know, whatever's right or wrong, you're at a rally of, of thousands of people who think, you know, that the guy that you are attacking is the guy that they're supporting. That's got to be tough. And But, again, like I said, he's really just an outgrown bully, and the Twitter and all that, you know, people, uh, grown adults shouldn't be worrying about what other people are saying about them on Twitter. Even when a lot of people are looking at it, you're a public figure, you kind of took that on. But, uh, you know, he's turning a very adult thing into a child's game. All great points, yeah. I wouldn't say he's uh, the most mature when it comes to how he handles the social media and the way he talks to other grown adults in the media. Uh, so thank you, Tristan, Jeff, and Vinny. Uh, you all raised great views on our topic this morning. That wraps up our discussion. Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.